And it's time for you and your money. Joining us today is Liesl Cording, Senior Vice President, Financial Advisor at Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors. Welcome back, Liesl. Good morning, Wayne. Thank you. Today we're going to be discussing estate plans and why everybody should have one, even if you're young, even if you think you don't have an estate. But before we delve into that, like always, we'll start things off with the latest news from the financial markets. Liesl, what's going on there? Well, we've more recently, uh, we've seen some news uh, from the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell, and he's really reiterated that inflation remains too high and it's still a problem. And they really want to try to bring that down to a 2% target, even if they have to risk weakening the economy. And so this is a stronger stance than they've taken in the past and really shows that they're determined to bring that under control. So, of course, investors were expecting maybe some limited rate increases through the end of the year, and maybe some uh, rate cuts early next year. Uh, so this is a change from their earlier stances. So um, higher rates put pressure on valuation for equities. And uh, for stocks that have recently outperformed or had high valuations on a historical basis, they'll get hit a bit harder. Um, and so in addition to that, the uh, tighter policy, so raising these interest rates, are designed to really slow economic activity, and that should help combat uh, inflation. Um, but underlying fundamentals really still remain quite strong, um, although we did see a, a hit on uh, consumer confidence over the last uh, month or so, and that's really because of the higher inflation. inflation. Uh, but we, we are seeing some business growth, and that still remains strong. Um, so even though underlying fundamentals still look okay, uh, there still are some risks out there, and we could see inflation persist on. So from a market standpoint, we've seen a lot of ups and downs in the markets this year, and we'll continue to see that. Um, but the more recent drop in the markets was really a, a normal cycle of monetary policy, so the Fed raising rates, and then the investors' reaction um, rather than something worse. So year-to-date, uh, S&P is down about 14%, but that's a level that we we saw back in March of 2021, and the Dow is down about 10%, same thing there. Uh, the Nasdaq down roughly 21% year-to-date, and international markets down about 15%. This is a monthly program we do with folks from Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky, you and your money. And each of the last two months, ripped out of the headlines of that day, was the R word. I'm not hearing the R word mentioned as much in the last month. I assume that's a good sign? It, well, it is, Wayne. And I mean, in my earlier uh, part of my uh, economic report, Jerome Powell from the, the Fed, they did mention that it, inflation remains too high and they're determined to bring that down to that target. And that and they said even at the to the point of risk weakening the economy, which means we could potentially go into recession. By definition, we technically are in a recession because we've had two quarters of, of uh, slower growth. So um, but we've not really felt that because people are still spending and, and doing things. So, Is there an aspect of the investment market that is doing better than others right now? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, I mean, it's, there's commodities and, um, and REITs that have done okay. Uh, however, if that's part of your uh, diversified portfolio, then you have a, a small portion, of, likely, of your portfolio that's doing okay. But everything is down year to date, including bonds that are uh, typically act as an anchor in portfolios. 
uh, the D word, diversify that portfolio. And you use the word commodities. Could you explain to the average guy on the street, average gal on the street, what commodities are? It's a, it's a farm thing, isn't it? That's exactly right. It's, it's tangible uh, things that are, are sold uh, so that actually are, are traded over the market. All right, let's delve into our topic of the day, which involves estate planning. When people hear that term, oftentimes they think it's something you do when you're older or have a lot of wealth, but you're saying that's not the case? It's not, Wayne. And no matter how much wealth you have or how little you have, there are many reasons that you should have an estate plan. However, the two most important reasons are, number one, you decide where your hard-earned money and assets will go after you die. And this makes people feel empowered uh, to, to set out really what will happen to their wealth after they're gone. And, uh, you know, whether that happens at the end of a long life or due to an unfortunate event, it's often the last gift that you'll be able to leave for your loved ones. So that's number one. And number two, and this is very important, is avoiding family disputes over the wealth that you leave behind. And uh, while a, a will can help to uh, set up who will receive that money, um, it's, you know, a bit more complicated than just leaving a note. Uh, but leaving a will for your family is is a considerate move on your part, and it could prevent your family from really dealing with uh, hurdles and complications after your eventual passing. Um, and so it's really important to think carefully about making a plan for uh, for yourself um, when you're no longer here. And, and really, it's no matter what your age or financial status, it's important to plan well for that, again, for peace of mind and the two reasons that I mentioned. Liza, I think before we move on, we should probably define what a state is. Let's say you don't own a home, but maybe you own a car. Does a car constitute having an estate? It does, Wayne. Anything that you own is part of your estate. So for some people, like you said, this could mean a home, uh, real other real property that you have, land, cash, investment assets. For others, it could be as straightforward as even a $10 bill in their wallet or clothes on their back. So Either way, uh, what you leave behind is part of your your estate. And describe to me what an estate plan looks like. I know someone who wrote a will, and maybe that's a question for later on this morning, define difference between a will and estate. But I know someone who wrote her will on the back of a napkin. Yes, probate ensued and there were some problems, but... If you'd properly do an estate plan, what format does it take? Sure. So an estate plan can be more basic, and there's really three uh, main estate planning documents that everyone should have. So you mentioned a will. Uh, there's also a healthcare proxy and living will and a power of attorney. Those are typically the, the estate planning documents that you'll see. And I'll, I'll mention, too. An estate is really, think of it like an umbrella, and then everything that's underneath it is uh, those documents that are helping to uh, make sure that your, your money goes to the right people. Um, but regardless of the amount of assets, a will can help settle who will inherit. For example, that $10 bill, um, if you have a spouse or children, should they inherit it? Um, should it go to one of them, split between them? So all of these questions that people, you know, when they're inheriting, they're not sure what your intention was. And that's why it's so important to have a will. I, I'm sure the, the lady or the person that you knew that had that note on the back of a napkin, uh, that can, like you said, probably leave some problems and some questions uh, because there's a lot that goes 
it goes into it. It can be simple, but you want to make sure that um, you have everything crossed off and, and uh, or T's, T's crossed and, and I's dotted. Um, but when no valid will exists, like you said, it goes through probate. And if uh, you don't have a will, guess who decides uh, who will inherit your assets? The state. So if you live in Connecticut, Connecticut decides uh, who will inherit those assets. And so it's really important if you care about your loved ones and you want to make sure that everyone gets what they're supposed to, it's important to have have these three basic uh, documents in place. Yeah, so let me connect the dots here. That you have some items of value, and that is your estate. If you do it properly, you can decide who gets your stuff. If you don't, the state decides. To me, that's a no-brainer. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, so you want to make sure it goes, I mean, like I said earlier, that's your last sort of legacy that you're leaving behind. So, um, you know, it's it's important. You touched on some of this, but I want to just take a little deeper that what does go into an estate plan? What gets mentioned? Or is there some kind of a a terminology that says, and all this kind of stuff, in other words, like an umbrella kind of thing. We talked about the $10 bill thing. Maybe all you have in the world is a $10 bill. All right, so there's your estate thing. But for for most people who've got a house and a car and things like that, what do you put in a estate plan? And what do you not have to put in an estate plan? Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, so your will acts as um, sort of that it'll um, encompass everything that's in your estate plan and uh, or in your state. Sorry. So anything uh, that is in your individual name, for example, or in maybe joint name with a spouse or somebody else, that is all still uh, through your estate plan is passed out to your beneficiaries. So uh, you want to make sure that you have that in order, um, and, and it really captures everything. So you might have a, a retirement plan, and that might go specifically to somebody because you name a beneficiary uh, directly through that. So that moves outside of your will, but everything else is captured. So you don't typically tend to name specific things in your will, for example. Uh, however, if you have jewelry or something like that that's really important that goes to to a, a, an individual, then you'd want to specifically state that. Otherwise, it's it's all encompassing. You've done a good job delineating will versus estate plan, but I'm trying to connect the dots here too. Is that if you have a proper estate plan or even just an estate plan, does that essentially just go into the will? Well, it, well, think of the the estate plan as the bigger picture, and then you have these documents under under that that are that will help to settle your your total estate. So, an estate plan can include many different documents. For example, a will is the most important. Um, it may also include other things like an irrevocable trust or a revocable trust, for example. Um, and maybe there's some, um, you know, if you you're getting married, a pre and post nuptial agreement, those types of things. Life insurance, disability, and, and long-term care insurance could also be included in that overall estate plan. So it really depends on each person's um, individual situation as to uh, their their specific estate plan. But think of the estate plan as as um, you know the, something that captures everything, and then you have these documents that help to execute on that overall plan. So is having a will enough, or does it go beyond that? Well, it, and I, I mentioned if, um, you know, there may be some more complicated situations where the will may not be enough to state that you may need a trust that will help to set out um, a certain 
or create a certain entity that helps to pass money out to uh, beneficiaries after you're gone and maybe it stays in that trust for a longer period of time. Um, so there's, there's different documents that uh, be required depending on how complicated your situation is. Uh, so a will is the most important. Um, however, there may be some other documents. All right. So if you don't already have an estate plan, how do you begin making one? Well, so it's really sitting down and thinking about who should or who would you like to have uh, inherit your your money? Um, and then also, who would you like to, to settle your estate as well? So, um, you know, it may be that you, you have some different people that are settling different parts of your estate. That's okay. Um, but you want to think of those things. And then um, most people, they might choose to do it by themselves to save money, um, but also they may not be aware of some important details that might end up costing much more than any savings that they might have, have um, had by, by doing it themselves. So really uh, speaking to a qualified legal or financial professional with experience in estate planning and a qualified financial pr- professional um, will be able to refer you to a good estate planning attorney. attorney, um, And then also you may be working with a qualified tax professional as well. Um, so those, the three most important, again, financial professional, legal professional, and then also maybe a tax professional, depending on how complicated it is. Um, but they can work together to help create your overall estate plan and determine what are the necessary uh, legal documents that you might need. Liza, would you be the aforementioned qualified financial professional? Absolutely. Uh, um, our team at Weiss Allen Zahansky, we can work uh, and we've worked with many of our clients and, and can work with new clients and help them understand really the financial implications that come along with your overall uh, estate plan and help you come up with a strategy that will help to maximize assets for for your heirs and, and loved ones. And that's the most important thing. And doing that in collaboration with an attorney or tax professional is uh, how we make everything work. So as you know, you can call us at 860-928-2341 or email us at info at whzwealth.com or visit our, our website. And we have a, um, a number of great resources on there, including our blog, uh, which is whzwealth.com. You know, we haven't talked about that a lot on these monthly shows, but tell people what's in that blog and, and what type of things you try to address and what, what people find to be of value in the blog on your website. Sure. So the blog is something that, um, again, some of these radio shows are posted to the blog, and it's really on many different financial topics. Um, so it could be on retiring or maybe it's on uh, for accumulators that are balancing saving for retirement or saving for college for their young children. Um, so we have a lot of great topics on there that may, uh, you know, be specific to you. Now, somewhat tongue-in-cheek, I asked this question, but do you have occasions where people try to do an estate plan on their own and things don't go so well and they got to come to you to kind of clean it up a little bit. Yeah, that that has happened. Um, unfortunately, when it gets to that point, it's really, again, I had mentioned uh, going through the probate process. So sometimes it's a waiting game and then helping to advise, um, you know, as to, to what may happen and the financial implications of 
of what the court might decide. So really it's helping helping walk the client through what the possible scenarios could be. Um, and then, and once they, they rule on it, then it's, um, you know, it's in play and we can help them execute on that. But it's, uh, yeah, there's, there's been, been some um, examples of that. And, and that's what we try to do with every one of our clients is to make sure that their estate plans are in place. Uh, and, and even, you know, regardless of what station or stage of life they're in. Liza, give me an idea of when you think someone should start an estate plan. Part of our topic today is why you need an estate plan now, even if you're young. All right, well, let's say you have a college student, and about the only thing they have to their name is a cell phone. I don't think you need an estate plan for that, do you? That's probably not as important, Wayne, but that college graduate, uh, over the next couple of years, likely they'll be saving in a retirement plan. Uh, they'll maybe get married, they'll maybe buy a house, they'll have kids. Um, the, you know, with their estate plan, it's probably pretty straightforward and just needs a will. Um, and, and that will, you know, if God forbid anything happened to them, would state where the money would go, whether it's to spouse or children. Um, but also it's important, especially for younger um, adults to have, if they have children, because that will state in the will where, who their children should be with, God forbid something happens to both of them. Um, so, you know, not, not exactly the topic you want to be talking about, but it is, it is important. No, but if something does happen after the fact, you'd wish that you'd done your due diligence in advance. And I would also think that you're not just sending a message out here to perhaps a younger person, maybe someone in their 20s, even maybe their upper teens. We talked about college students as well to, to get this started. But maybe the message is also broader in the sense of the parents. Have the parents at least open the discussion with the younger people about this and maybe be involved with them in the estate plan because I think they can certainly help in that. What, what kind of relationships do you have with your clients when it comes to families coming in, parents with their children? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great point, Wayne. And um, it all depends on the situation. We do work with a lot of uh, clients' children to, to help, uh, you know, not specifically on on, um, you know, what exactly their estate plan is. Usually it's more planning driven and it does include a mention of making sure that's in order. Um, but it, it is, I mean, bringing families in and making them aware, especially in a complicated, uh, you know, situation where you have a lot of assets, it is very, very important. And we've worked with um, some higher net worth families, especially where there's some complicated, um, you know, moving parts. And it's important to have the family on board and then it makes it easier when something does happen and, and we know exactly where assets are supposed to go and how, how things will operate. And lastly, I'm guessing you don't just do one estate plan for the rest of the life. How often do you recommend people update or at least examine that estate plan? Great question. So over uh, over your lifetime, like I said, I, I was mentioning the young person that or the college graduate that maybe gets married and, and buys a house and all of that. So anytime there's a major life event, uh, it's always important to do that. So, uh, for example, um, if you get married, you, you, you'd want to establish new wills at that point. Um, if maybe it's a second marriage, make sure you're updating all of your beneficiaries, updating your will. Um, if you get divorced, make sure you're, you're updating at that time as well. So major life events are important, but it's also good um, if you haven't really had many major life events. Maybe you got married young and you're still you're still married and, and things are, are good and, and everyone around, you know, um, 
your family members around you are still alive and, and those are your beneficiaries, then then that's okay. But it's good to still look at that about every five years or so. Um, you want to make sure that that um, things haven't haven't changed, uh, and so it's it's important to do that. Great advice. Thanks again for ch- stopping by this morning, Liesl. Absolutely. Thanks, Wayne. <laughs> you bet. Liesl Cording, our guest this morning, discussing why you need an estate plan now, even if you're young. Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors offers securities and advisory services through Commonwealth Financial Network, member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Fixed insurance products and services offered through CES Insurance Agency. They practice at 697 Pomfret Street, Pomfret Center, 06259, and the phone number is 860-928-2341. Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors do not provide legal or tax advice. The tenured financial services team strives to support clients in achieving their financial life goals. For more information regarding wealth management and customized financial planning with Weiss, Hale, and Zahansky Strategic Wealth Advisors, please visit whzwealth.com.